You're listening to Stu and Joe's Big Dumb Film Show, recorded at the Monkey Barrel Podcast Studios in Edinburgh. Hey everybody and welcome to another episode of uh, Stu and Joe's Big Dumb Film Show. Hey. That's uh, Stuart Murphy. Hello. I'm Joe Heenan. Uh, uh, and thanks for joining us. Uh, as you know, we always like to dress up as some from the movies, someone from the movies. It's nice uh, to make an effort for What do you things. think of my outfit? It's, it's, it's better. Yeah, I mean, you must be freezing, but it, I, I am a bit chilly. It's cold outside. Absolutely, but you've really gone for it. I'm transported back to the Weimar cabaret ah, of Berlin yes. in the 20s, man. Welcome, yeah. yes. ladies and gentlemen, Miss ah. Sally Balls. What do you think? It's good, though, isn't it? It's grand. Could the you do fish me? Fish are really itchy, though. I, I, I get it. Do me a favor. Yeah. Um, Tuck one in. No. Well, yes, but I think that's for your own health. But you've got to be comfortable doing this podcast. Uh-huh. I think we've got to agree. Just love it. Uh-huh. Sit on the chair properly, please, because it's just the, the oh, way you want you're... me to sit? I'll, 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 all right, I'll put the back on there. I'll sit yeah, but what? There on. you go. All right, look, no, wait, wait a minute. Sit down properly. Yeah, Joe. Hang on. You just stand up. Uh, now right. sit down. You don't need to like twill legs over the chair and okay. stomp and kick around okay, the chair. Okay, and all I was just getting the character. You would. It was brilliant, mate. Thanks it was brilliant, Nate. But now we've I, I watched it enthralled for twenty minutes yeah, when you first came in. That was in. good, wasn't it? But now it was good. I good. It was enchanting. A lot. Well, it flowed like it was natural, like yeah, you were born to do it. I know. But now we're recording. Okay. Yeah, thanks for sitting down, mate. Oh, thank you. Uh, I like your outfit. Thank you. You've got a nightdress, sick down it. Uh, your head's turned right round. I'm thinking Reagan from The Exorcist. Of course, it's Reagan from The Exorcist. It's, it's... How have you done that with your head? Well, look closely. Uh huh. I'm looking. And what you've got. Check this out. Uh-huh. Is I've got a sort of it's not my real hair today. It's a wig, uh-huh. and it's the wig that revolves. Ah, oh, so it just looks like that's very very clever. It looks because I just turn my head. Yeah, and the wig revolves, and then the wig revolves around, and I turn it back. And oh, ah, you see. Oh, your mother sucks cock and hull. My mother has never been to hull. <laughs> okay, how dare you? you look great. She though. sucks her dick in Grimsby. <laughs> Never hull. <laughs> <laughs> and for free. No money, no drugs, chain hands. Does, wow. for, does it for the love of the She's game. She's a lovely woman, isn't she? <laughs> she certainly is. Uh, what film have you been watching recently then? Oh, man. Mm-hmm. Man. Man alive. It's a classic. What? An absolute classic that you and I both adore. And I saw it, it was on Now TV. And I think it was Now TV. Uh-huh. Anyway, one yeah, of them, right. could it be Amazon. One of the streaming services on there, and I watched it. Classic of the seventies, mate. Okay, the taking of Pelham one, two, three. Bum bum bum. Let's just do the whole score. Yeah, do the whole score. Da, 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 I've David Shire's score is David Shire's opening theme. Bum bum bum. Absolutely <laughs> slaps. Amazing. I'd, I'd listen to. Put it on if you've got Spotify or something on yeah, your phone. Yeah, you're yeah. listening to this, right? Put it on. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> yes. Put it on. Put it on your headphones, and then go buy milk <laughs> because you are going to be charging round oh, to that shop. It's amazing. It's up there. It's one of the best themes from the seventies. Oh, yeah. Easy. Oh yeah. And uh, he, I, I looked him up because I thought. I didn't know the name of the guy. David Shire? Yeah. All right. But okay. I didn't know that. So I looked him up. He did the firm as well, didn't he? 
I don't know if he did the firm. The ones I think he did the conversation. Oh yes, he did do the conversation. He did the I conversation. Said, that, that, that's the absolute. Anti- that's the, the, the antithesis. The, yeah, of of the, of take on pale one two three. Yeah, the, the absolute opposite of it. Yeah, that's amazing. He also did the incidental music for Saturday Night Fever. No. Yes, and he did the music for Zodiac. Wow. So that's a bit of real authentic seventies yeah. feel to it, isn't it? Two rayers. Right now, if you don't. First of all, if you haven't seen the taking of Pelham One Two Three, watch I, it now. Turn this podcast off and go <laughs> watch it. I, I'm, of course, I'm talking of the 1974 original. Yeah, not the Tony Scott one. Ah, no, 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 I've no, not no. seen it. I don't no, it's it. there's no need for it. Denzel's good in it. There's no need for it. John Travolta's good in it. There's no need for it. No. So basically, a train gets um, hijacked. A subway mm. train in yep. New York gets hijacked, and the four hijackers. Uh, they're sort of sat in the tunnel and they deal with Walter Matthau yep. in order to get a million dollars or they're going to kill the hostages. Yep. There. That's the plot. That's the plot. Now, there's so many things about this movie. So if you've seen it, you'll know that the, like Reservoir Dogs, the bad guys are colour-coded. Yeah, yeah. You don't know their real names. No. Uh, Although I think Robert Shaw's got some kind of military kind of... He's, he's referred to as the colonel yeah, at some point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> right, because there's, there's Robert Shaw as the leader. yeah. Hector Elizondo? Yes, but there's Robert Shaw. Garba, you're on 48 minutes. Yeah. Can you keep saying 48 minutes? <laughs> That's a good one, I'm at 47 minutes. Yeah. Oh, but anyway. So, That's uh, a really good one, I'm at you just did. Thank you, thank you really very much. Good. I can't possibly do it again. <laughs> but uh, yes, yeah, so there's Hector Elizondo, Hector who Elizondo. most people will know was the kindly hotel man from Pretty Woman. Yeah. And do you know the name of the other one? It's because uh, Ma- there's Martin, Martin Balsam. Balsam. Martin Balsam is the sort of the, and the that, former the, subway driver. It's not Fred Gwynn. No, it's not. Fred it looks Gwynn. like Fred Gwynn. Though. It's Earl Hindman. That's who it is. And you know who he is most famous as? Who? He's most famous for being Tim Allen's neighbour in Home Improvement. Yes, that's who he is. The guy yes. that Wilson through, through the kind of the, yeah. the, the, the through the fence, for the, the other yes. side of the fence. Yes. That's him. That's and him. He's, he's got a studded Mr. Green. That's whatever. right. Yeah, that's right. And you've got, but it's 1970s New York. This, I, I've said it before, and I'll say it so many times. I love a good movie about people doing their jobs. Yeah. And organisation. And they just, they jump on the, the train at yeah. different points. It's all regimented, the military men. Yeah, yeah. And then they take the train. I don't think Hector Elizondo was. He's just a psychopath. No. <laughs> he was thrown, it says, he was thrown out of the mafia for being too violent. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's yeah. how badass yes. he is. Yeah, he's great. Anyway, but they come on, take the train. So everyone is completely caught unawares. Yeah. And by the, the time frame of the kidnappers, uh, the, it's all going to be done within about an hour, say an yeah, hour, it's like ten minutes. Like, you've got basically. It's kind of real time, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. As soon as you you realise that, as soon as they make contact with Walter Matthau, you've got an hour. Yeah, and that the, the, so everyone in this movie who isn't on the in a hijack is completely caught blindsided. By yeah, this yeah. Going, yeah. How the fuck is he going to kidnap any hijack a train? And, and, and Jerry Stiller, Jerry Stiller. As Rico Patrol. <laughs> That's him, yes. Yeah. He's brilliant in it. Man. Every this is brilliant. I read looking up after I'd seen this, I, I looked up and one of the reviews at the time said the unofficial uh motto of New York State, or the official motto of New York State uh-huh. is Excelsior. All right, okay. Yeah. The unofficial motto of New York City uh. is fuck me. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> 
And that's exactly how this comes across. Yeah. Everyone is. It's the spirit of the movie, isn't it? Everyone yeah. is ugly. Everyone's in a bad oh, mood. I, you, you'll never see a movie where everyone looks so unhealthy. Yeah. Everyone just looks completely pissed off. Stinking anything. A, stinking of cigarettes. And yeah, anything is interrupting their day. But now these these crazy fucks have stolen yeah, the yeah, train. Yeah. Get the goddamn. There's that guy here. Yeah. What the hell are you guys doing down here? Yeah. I'm trying to get a train. I got a railroad to run. Yeah, I'm crazy red. And Tony Roberts is Tony well. Roberts is the deputy yeah. mayor. Yeah, I didn't say here, Al. I, uh... <laughs> He's the, like, the, the guy who's really sort of in charge because yeah. Al the mayor is, brilliant. is ill yeah. in bed. And he's like, what do we do? Do we pay him? It's your decision, no. Al. You've got to make it. And he comes out with the line of the movie because I've got to make a decision. Oh, shit, piss, fuck. <laughs> so they decide to pay. But it's like, a lot of it is the showing. It's it really set up well at the beginning, because there's two sort of people. There's Walter Matthau, yeah, who is so like he starts off and he's got to show around Japanese tourists, uh, uh, Japanese this, this way, subway dummies, people. This way, dummies. This way, dummies. Come over this way. I've lost it. <laughs> no, it. it's got it. It's okay. <laughs> but uh, so it's there's racism there. Tie. Yeah, there's sort of racist there. Yeah, in that sort of well-meaning, we don't care, seventies yeah, yeah. kind of way. Yeah, yeah. But there's also like the sexism there because there's women who's like, this is what happens when you get women in a goddamn subway station. That's this never happened right, yeah. with the, There's a goddamn broad I got to answer to. <laughs> it's like everyone's on the verge of a heart attack. Yeah, everyone. It all looks so ill. But also at the very beginning, you've got the train driver who's being educated. It's, his, it's okay, rookie, what are you oh, going to do? Right, yeah, that's right. I'm looking out of the window. No. I'm checking the front of the back. Yeah. And I remember, and he's, so it's an intro into what this world is for the yeah. viewer. You know what it's not it's like it's a, it's a, it's a, it's quite documentarian I think uh, this this movie yeah in a wee way you know what I mean it's it's, 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 it's kind of it's kind of there's nothing kind of flashy about this film apart the only flashy bit is when they got to get the money to the yeah. subway in the time and he goes well, we're in a, they don't know the money's not here yeah. and uh, all this stuff just it's just <laughs> phenomenal <laughs> but the thing is I watched it again the motorbikes and the police car are chasing around New York to deliver this money yeah. at speeds in excess of 35 miles an hour <laughs> <laughs> I know I know, I know. You really, it's as fast as you yeah, can go there are it's people's lives it's fun though but it's when, great and Martin Balsam sneeze yeah but you like, should never see coming by the way no no one of the great endings to the one of them Best endings. Yeah. It's like that zoom in on Walter Matthau's hangdog. But there's like, <laughs> so I actually had to replay this bit at the beginning when he first gets the Japanese subway guys. Yeah. In because he does walk in and he sort of introduces them to Jerry Still. He goes, yeah. Welcome. If you want to step this way, this is the Noive Center. <laughs> <laughs> Did he just say Noive Center? <laughs> And he absolutely did. Oh, he absolutely amazing. did. That's so good. What a great uh, film. What a yeah. great shout. That's that like taking one film to It's still like one of the hostages, the old Jewish guy, because yeah. of course. Yeah. Hey, like, this is Fakakta. What's going on here? <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah. I've been in this train for 35 years. Yeah. I know what's going exactly. on. Exactly. But he said, excuse me, sir. Can I ask how much you're getting for us? A man likes to know his worth. He yeah. says, one million dollars. I'm like, that's not so great. <laughs> <laughs> and the undercover cop on the train the as well. The undercover cop. But well, this, you don't know who is the undercover you don't cop. Know. Yeah. But what's great is you sort of know that Walter Matthau is a good guy. 
because when he's on the phone and he's on the radio to another cop, yeah, um, the uh, he's saying the, the undercover cop is it a man or a woman? And the other guy goes, Josh, I never thought to ask. He's like, see, he knows. The yeah, cops yeah, can be yeah, women yeah, as well. yeah, yeah, exactly. And of course, it's the law. Highly so, unlikely back in the early 1970s, New York, though. <laughs> yeah, but when the cop breaks free of the chain, it's the long head sort of him. The happy guy. guy, yeah, the happy and guy. And yeah. he sort of gets shot, lying face down, saying, Don't worry, Mish, we'll send someone <laughs> for you. <laughs> Oh, yeah, it's a misunderstanding gag. Great movie. Though. All right, here's the thing. So the mayor, yeah. the guy who plays Al the mayor, yeah. who's entirely ineffective. Yeah, he's brilliant though. Yeah, but he, as soon as he leaves the governor's mansion, he's always going, oh, the mayor's residence. He's yeah. going, as soon as I get there, they're going to boo me. Yeah. Oh, they're everybody hates Al. Yeah. But then as soon as the cops outside the station, and then you hear people booing. <laughs> You don't see the mayor, no, but yeah, someone yeah. goes, the mayor's here. And you never see the mayor <laughs> yeah, again yeah. in the film. But he looks the spitting, I had to look this up, because he looks the spitting image of a mayor, Ed Koch, who uh, was yes, the mayor of New, of York, New York, yes. And he became the mayor of New York something like four years after this movie. Did he? Because he, he, he looks exactly, like, I never noticed so that I before, thought, yes. I thought, is this like a real satire of the mayor? But no, it's just a, like preempt Ed Koch. Pure chance that they picked an actor. Do you know what other film he played the mayor in? Oh, I think I do. Go on. I'm trying to get it though. You're gonna to have to tell me, and I'll just I'll know it instantly. Tim Burton's Batman. Of course it was. Yeah, he was the mayor of New Mayor of Gotham in yes. Tim Burton's Batman. Of course it was. Yeah. And Damn it. Here's another Should've fun fact for you. The motorman, the guy who actually drives the train. Yeah. Who was like relieved of his duties and Martin Balsam's put in charge. Yeah. The guy who drives change, do you know who's, who his name, what his name is? No. It's James Broderick. Not Matthew Broderick's dad. It's Matthew Broderick's dad. That is amazing. And I was kind of disappointed his first name wasn't Roderick. Yeah, Roderick Broderick. That'd yeah. be great. Oh, mate, that's, that's Matthew Broderick's dad. Yeah. I bet he's like a like a, a New York stage actor or something. That's what he is. Yeah, he? probably. Or, or he's just maybe tunneling up and stuff like that. You know. <laughs> maybe he's an actual motorman. Maybe he is. Like, yeah. Hey, this movie stuff is easy. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I, bet, I bet he just turns up with stuff like Kojak and things like that. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Everyone's inconvenienced. In oh, movies. that's a great film. There's a, there's a cop. There's so many sort of communications between different cops all over the place. Yeah. And one of them is the guy who plays the main sort of uh, henchman in Live and Let Die. Oh, you know yes. the guy, Mr. Teehee, yes, with a yes. metal arm. He's he's the car, he's the he's he's, police chief. He's the uniform police yeah, chief yeah. who's so cool. When yeah. he's in the subway, he's still wearing sunglasses. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have There's loads of those actors just pop up yeah. in it. Everyone in this film is angry. Everyone is inconvenienced yeah. except the hijackers. Yeah, and uh, it's it's a rare thing to find a film you remember loving and just and watch it again. Love it. And it's even better. In than fact, you yeah, think. in fact, you love it even more. Absolutely. Well, the movie I'm picked, uh, I watched, and I I, uh, I saw this when it came into the cinema, 1987. Okay. Um, um, uh, uh, I watched it a couple of days ago. I went, I'm going to give this a watch. I haven't seen this in years. Sure. Uh, the Untouchables. Okay. Now, see when you're talking about bam, 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 yeah, boom, Ennio Morricone's, that's another theme to just like fucking hell. This is and that opening shot of De Niro about the cameras above him. He's getting his he's getting shaved. And that's the you get the blur left because it's funny and because because it's true. Yeah, it's just and then it's written by David Mamet and yeah. uh, it's got. It's is got, it David Mamet? Yeah, written by David Mamet, and you can tell it's written by David Mamet because it's got that that Mamet kind of quality to 
to yeah. it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's just, it's a, it's a Deniro. You know, Bob Hoskins was up for that role. Yeah. But yeah, he did. didn't get it. Yeah. And you know what happened? Go on. He got paid a quarter of a million dollars for not doing it. Yes. And then, and then De Niro wrote the Palmer a letter saying, "If you ever want me not to appear in any other movie movies, <laughs> just tell, just tell me. me." Yeah. yeah. Uh, but I, I can, I can picture Hoskins doing it though. I don't know how successfully be at the voice. Not as, not as good as De Niro. No. I mean, nothing, nothing but a lot of talking a badge. Nothing but a lot of talking a badge. Yeah. Uh, 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 you got De Niro. You got Connery, who's mm. let's face it. He's, he's, he's as Irish did, as he's ever going to be. Why did they make be. him Irish? He's as Irish as he's ever going to be. What's wrong being Scottish? Yeah. I don't get that. I don't, there was like, quite a lot of Scottish immigrants in Chicago back in the 20s. Yeah. I like that bit where him and the, the old uniform cop From, are just fist fighting. Oh, that's a great fight. Yeah. They're knocking lumps pulled, out of each other. Pulling his jacket down and then just bambling in the stomach. Knocking lumps out of each other. Where are you going there, Jamie? Shut up. Uh, I'll shut oh, up for being you. Irish. Look at your old soft there with your soft clothes. <laughs> It's just, uh, I just, uh, the bit that always gets me is that uh, a lot of people ask me about my enthusiasms. <laughs> enthusiasm. Enthusiasms. Yeah. Enthusiasm. The baseball bat. The baseball bat. That bit where he clunks that guy over the head. Yeah. What always got me though, right? Yeah. I'm thinking, what happens after that when the guys that are sat around the table <laughs> wait back? Check, please. <laughs> wait back. Imagine <laughs> go back. How is the dinner, honey? <laughs> It got a. You could have waited till after dessert. <laughs> I'm still, you know, there's guys' brains and blood all over my fucking lobster thermidor. I was enjoying that lobster thermidor. I never had lobster thermidor before, and now it's ruined. Because, you know, we clobbered? Fucking Sal. It was Sally beat to death. My <laughs> friend. Yeah. That's the. That could, what do you mean, say something? You don't say something to Al Capone. He's got a fucking bat in his hand. I'm saying nothing. God's sake. Oh, I'm so angry! I've forgotten to be Italian. <laughs> <coughs> right, so you know that bit? you got you got the Odessa step sequence. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the the train sequence on the in the in the Grand Central Station thing. Uh, uh, going down the yeah. steps. Yeah, I saw that in the cinema. A packed house at the cinema. Yeah, and you've never heard silence like this when he's when he's uh, bringing the this the pram. Oh, thank you so much, sir. Yeah. He's bringing the pram, and you're you're going to yourself. Because <coughs> there's a bit before it where he's looking down at the woman, mm. and he's and you're like, don't. Yeah, don't, don't do leave it. her, leave her. Everybody else is ignore it. She can manage. Just don't. Yeah, it's it's gonna come back to bite you. Don't do it. And he has to go. He's got to do it. Yeah. And he's bring the the pram up, and then the guys turn up from behind them, and then he turns around, and the guy that he punched in the nose is behind yeah, him because he's got the, the plastic nose. You got nothing. It's just that's an amazing sequence. And that's the whole uh, uh, the, one of my favorite bad guys. Uh, um, what's his name? What's his name? He plays Frank Nitti. Oh yeah, um, Billy Drago. Billy Drago. <clears throat> he's phenomenal. He's in great. That. It's his hey. best role. Hey, it's a nice family you got there. Yeah. Wouldn't want anything bad to happen Your to them. Your friend died like a stuck Irish, Irish pig. pig. Why are you saying this? You're on the roof. Yeah, mental. <laughs> it's like, Say it when you're on the ground. Can it sound anything like that? That's a great bit as well when he's, when he's getting this whole chase, the, the mm. Billy Drago's chase. It's just great. And it's just, it's what a, it's, you know what, it's, the Untouchables, it's so rewatchable. Yeah, I, I, I like. I don't need to watch it again because I'm. No. Got, I can watch the clips that I like from it. Okay. One of my favourite clips is like the um, the when he's recruiting Andy Garcia. Oh yeah, I see. You're not bad. Yeah, I'm not a no good lying raving what race. Oh, I like him. Oh, I like him. I like him. One of my favourite Sean Connery lines is a, is a, in like on the Canadian border, and there's a hey George. Eh? 
You're messing with the G-men, pal. You're messing with the G-men. Yeah. That's a great line, that. Yeah. It's a great line. This is the thing. I watched that in the cinema. Yeah. And at the end, yeah. where they switched juries. Yeah. And Al Capone is getting his lawyer. Go, fucking do yeah, something. Do something. Do something. Yeah. And the lawyer steps forward and quite rightly, from the point of view of his client, just says, we're going to change our plea to guilty. Yeah. To thus get a reduced sentence. Yeah. And Al Capone steps up and lamps him. Yeah. Now, Dexter, I remember yeah. thinking, even in the cinema at that point, what should that that lawyer with Elliot Ness and the feds right there yeah. should get, just look up, have to get up after being punched by Al Capone and go, I need protection from the mob. Yeah. And it, and I thought that. I thought, yeah, that's exactly what he should have done. I can't believe he didn't put that in the movie. Yeah. But now every time I see that sequence, I expect it to happen. All right, okay. Because I'm because even your though brain, I know it never happened, yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm yeah. sort of I'm no, I'm convincing and your myself. And you played it out in your brain. One day yeah. in the old folks' home, I'll be standing there. <laughs> it does happen in the movie, you son it of a bitch. It doesn't happen, Grandpa. Ah, uh, Grandpa, when the hell did that happen? <laughs> Oh, God, tequila's a hell of a drink. Letter bomb. And now it's time for letter bomb. This is the part of the show mm. where we uh, change a letter, change, add a letter, remove a letter. Yeah. Uh, come, up with a, with, uh, come up with a new movie. We play with letters. It's so, like um, countdown with no rules. Will I go first? Yeah. Okay. Dunces with wolves. Darn. <laughs> 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 No, what tribe are you? We're the stupid Indians. We're we're Indian. We're not intelligent Indians. I don't know which way the arrow goes. My name is Moron with Hammer. And you will be dances with wolves. Uh, my name's Colin. We saw you with a wolf one. <laughs> you're not like me. I'm an Indian. You're not Indian. <laughs> but we can be friends. Dances with wolves. You're good. <laughs> no, just toss it off like that. Okay. Why? No, wait. That's not right. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's how. Don't tell me don't how tell to be. Like do. Don't don't white explain my heritage <laughs> to me. You're mean. <laughs> <laughs> You're go- we got <laughs> the Amityville horror. <laughs> oh, hello. <laughs> Who is this about then? It's about a couple who buy a house yeah. in the northeast of America, yeah. in the town of Amityville. Of course. It's, it's a house with a reputation. Is it? It's haunted by a ghost. And every night he rises and goes, seeks favors from prostitutes. <laughs> <laughs> every, month, every night the couple is terrorized by sounds of creaking and moaning. And every morning they get up and there's a new prostitute going, Can I call a cab from here? You owe me money. Did he got to pay for it? Yeah. He said he was the ghost and he didn't have money. He offered me pick he offered me like a dollar from the eighteen forties. What am I gonna do with that? Okay, uh condom man. See you next week. What? Condom man. Condom. Instead of condor man, it's condom man. 
I've developed a superhero. Look, help me, help me assemble this. What the fuck is that? It's like a, a hang glider that fits on my body. I know it's a hang glider, but what is it made of? You know what it's made of. <laughs> oh, God. Don't use this wheel. Oh, no. How could you make a bad idea worse? Step back. Joe Heaton's on the case. Used condom, man. Oh, my God. What have you got? Tin coup. T- tin cup. All right, okay. The, and you put an O in there. I've okay, yes. Tin cup with Rene Russo. Kevin Costner. And Kevin Costner. Yeah. And romance over the golf course. Oh, of course. But oh. he's going up against the evil golfer. Don Johnson. Don Johnson. And it's a friendly rivalry, yeah, of course. course. But yeah. now with Rene Russo's oh. love behind him, yeah. he can finally whack enough balls uh-huh. into the hole and few enough shots that he can take over Grenada. <laughs> And install a new government <laughs> based on the concept of God. <laughs> um, um, Please don't oh. ask me any further questions about it. <laughs> I haven't You're thought right. it through. No, it's a good one, though. Uh, sheepless in Seattle. Sheepless in Seattle. So I had that. that. Have you got that one? <laughs> oh, that. I'm so sorry. No, no, so, you got that uh, first. Uh, These are the rules. Tom Hanks. <laughs> Tom Hanks. He's a, he's a, he's a widower, right? Yes. Yeah. But he's not got a sheep. Meg Ryan is, is the sheep. <laughs> and she's listening to the radio one day from her paddock. And it, <laughs> and it's, so what happened? Today what happened? Well, she, my sheep left me. She uh, she went. She, she died. So I got my sheep son here. Hang on, let me stop you there, call it. Uh-huh. You, have, you have relationships with sheep? I have a, I had a wife sheep, yes. Oh, God. She died. The, what does your son look like? Uh, the son who can operate the phone. He's <laughs> kind of a hybrid of sheep man. Oh, no. Uh, I, I, can, I can tell you it's, it's disturbing and upsetting. Okay, well. But, uh, God, I love that sheep. Oh, okay, well, I hope you one find day, love. May, one day maybe a sheep will listen into this radio program and, and try to contact uh, wait, me. Wait, please don't do that. This is upsetting. And then, and then they get a phone call, hello? <laughs> <laughs> Who is this? This is not what this radio station was set up for. Anyway, here's Escape, the Pina Colada song. <laughs> Maybe we can play Get This Loser Off the Air. Like, going, why are you called Sheepless in Seattle? Because he hasn't got a sheep. Yeah. All right, well, it's time for our next caller. Cowless in Boston. <laughs> Ocean lineless in Fresno. <laughs> well, you don't base your name about stuff you haven't got. What have you got? He said, yeah, it's like, I don't have a sheep. Yeah. I don't have smallpox either. <laughs> well, I don't mean I want a sheep. And then Hawaii. Meg Ryan, the sheep, turns up, I'm a sheep. <laughs> I can see you're a sheep. What? <laughs> well, you said you were sheepless in Seattle. I am sheepless. What do you think? I, I want to fuck a sheep. I don't want to add sheep to my life. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <coughs> God, just you stink. Get away. <laughs> what have you got? Fucking sheep, indeed. Oh, God. Bangs of New York. Oh, what's this about? <laughs> New York gets a new hairstyle. <laughs> But all the other cities are talking about it behind his oh, back because it doesn't really seem No, it doesn't, no, it doesn't really matter. You have to go and get it cut again. Uh, like New Jersey's going, have you seen the hairstyle? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Bang. <laughs> <laughs> in my, Three hours, that movie. In Philadelphia's got an awful <laughs> pair. <of> <laughs> <laughs> and AIDS. 
Um, the colon purple. <laughs> oh, no. So it's a guy. No, you have taken the, the American misspelling of colour and turned it to your own for use for evil. For evil. Thank you. The colon the purple. You. So it's about a guy It's goes, a purple colon. It's purple colon. Yeah. yeah. It's just, I'm sorry, but it's just like, it's just switching those letters around. It doesn't make it but sound have, poetic and romantic. Have, but, but they have made a musical out of it as well. <laughs> We're going in his butt. We're going in his butt. What's gonna happen? We're going in his butt. We're gonna have a look. They're having a look in his butthole. Yeah, in his butthole. Last week you couldn't come up with a song for a flamingo in the Vatican City, but a purple colon has released your artistic juices. Oh my god. Oh, I'm so sorry to interrupt you with that, but Jesus. Oh. The Great Train Rubbery. <laughs> Where's the train going? Well, this is going to be an easy theft because they can't get the train to move at all because it's, it's rubber. Yeah. It's the longest piece of rubber. Even passengers can't get in. Nope. The doors don't work. It's the, I might just create a lot of friction on the track because it's rubber. It's the world's biggest boom dog. <laughs> it's a rubber train. You try hook it up to the electrics, but the smoke is acrid and the stench is debilitating. <laughs> top three. Ah, now it's time for uh, top three. That's where we pick a, a subject. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, kind of, something that happens in movies. Uh, yeah. So this week, I uh, uh, it's my choice. This cool. Week. So I've gone for top three prison breaks. Top three prison. This was not. I found this tough. Did you? Yeah. Mm. I thought it was. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I thought it was alright. I, 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 well, three instantly into my head. Go for it. Uh, so uh, number three, I've got Escape from Alcatraz. That's a good one. Which is a really good movie, Escape from Alcatraz. I like Don Siegel. Yeah. Uh, Clint Eastwood. Yeah. Uh, the fantastically named. Robert's Blossom. Robert's Blossom. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's just and Patrick McGowan. Patrick McGowan as the, the warden. warden. Yeah. And he's, he's he's so evil in this film. Yeah. Oh, and a young Fred Ward is in it. Yes. As well as yes, one of the brothers. Uh, it's just such a great film. But Look, the thing is, sorry, Patrick McGowan is one of those great underused cinema villains. Yes. And you're right, he is evil, but he's also petty. Yes. He's egotistical. He sees, he sees uh, Robert's blossoms. Yeah. Uh, Robert's blossom um, uh, uh, sort of portrait of him. Mm, which is pretty good. It's a really good portrait. It's and, a respectful and actually, portrait. He, and you can see he quite likes it as yeah. well. Because exactly. he, he looks at it, he kind of goes, hmm. You know, and then, nope, that's it. Take all his painting privileges away. And so but Robert, what does, what does Robert do? He does what anyone would do. You chop your hands off in the, in the, in the machinery shop. <laughs> he cuts his fingers off. Uh, yes, with his his fingers. Going to need a hatchet. Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. And just slams, slams his fingers off. And then Clint Eastwood <coughs> picks them up and puts yeah. them in a tin for later on. But the Never guy, know. he cuts his own fingers off and doesn't scream. No. Doesn't, he's just like, Because he's angry. He's angry. Yeah. His anger is, he's, he's just, oh, what have I fucking done? <laughs> I'm going to need those fingers. I was going to pick my nose in an hour. I'm going to pick my nose. <laughs> <laughs> How am I going to count five now? <laughs> I've got my other hand. Oh, wow. That's 10 out of the When fucking... God closes a door, he opens a window. <laughs> oh, that's my wanking hand. What have I done? Idiot. Uh, but it's, it's such a good film, Escape from Alcatraz. Yeah. It's that kind of documentary kind of, kind of feel about it as yeah, well. Yeah, it's that hard There's nothing at. flashy about Escape no. from Alcatraz. So it talks through the escape. 
Man, it's complicated. It is. Because it's Frank. Oh. He plays, Clint Eastwood plays Frank. Something. Uh, I can't remember his surname. And he's got an IQ of like 150 yeah. odd or something like that. And he's, and he go, and he go, he's in Patrick McGoon's uh, office at the start and he sees a pair of nail clippers yeah. in the uh, ashtray. And then, and then he leaves the office and Patrick McGoon goes to cut his nails. Hey, but the nail clippers are away. So Patrick McGoon just goes, oh, well, I can't find them. Instead of going, uh, could you bring that prisoner back yeah, in? Because exactly. he's obviously stolen my nail clippers. The one with the superior Ikea. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so he gets the nail clippers and, and it works out a way to get through the, the kind of the grating in his cell, but also they make paper mache doll. And this yeah. is all based on a true story yeah. as well. And he to like doesn't he weld something? Yes, he, he uses a the shavings from a from a dime. Yeah, not the chocolate bar, <laughs> <laughs> the coin, the coin, uh, and and he kind of and he, and he it's a kind of rudimentary kind of kind of welding, welding thing with a with a fork handle. Mm. Uh, uh, how many? <laughs> and. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I made a key out of these detached fingers. <laughs> Well, that was lucky. <laughs> and they, like, they top of a spoon or something, and they make this kind of digging tool thing, mm. and then they, they make a raft out of. Um, in fact, no, they, they they make a drill from a ra from a radio. Okay. No, it's a fan. It's an electric right, okay. fan that they steal from this one of those things, and it's just fantastically complicated. This mm. this uh, and the guy that played Mister Heckles from Friends is in it. Really. Yeah, he's he's one of the he's one of the guys that tries to escape with them. Okay. But he can't make it. So it's him that escapes, and it's the Fred Ward and his brother. I can't remember any of his brother, but he's a lethal weapon. Okay, uh, and uh, uh, and it's just it's just a, a great kind of sister. It's this kind of uh, this is how you do this. Mm. And this is how you do mm. that, and it's very like this is this. It's like it's like a it's like a plan on how. Yeah. You, if you're if you're ever in prison, <laughs> on this Alcatraz, is, this is how you get out of it. Yeah, yeah it's just a great. And what gets me is you don't know if they lived or not. No, because I've never found. They're never found. Because they obviously, once they escape the main body of the prison, they've still got to get across the, the bay, bay. Which is the hardest part. With their self-made life but, jackets. But then they made the life jackets. Yeah. And you're but, thinking, but did they make it? Maybe they didn't. Maybe, they, maybe did. they did. Maybe they didn't. Of course, Patrick McGowan is going, they drowned. Yeah, because he wants to save his job. Yeah, he but that care. doesn't work because Alcatraz was closed soon after. Yeah, that. it was, yeah. But also, apparently, now I haven't looked into this story with any great depth, but apparently someone confessed to being that guy. All right, okay. One of the escapees from Alcatraz. Yeah. Whether it's true or not, I couldn't say. Okay. But it's something to Google. Yeah, I think I will. Yeah. Is that like the kind of, what's his name, D.B.? D.B. Cooper. D.B. Cooper, yeah, the kind of. But yeah, someone, this is just only a couple of years ago. All right, okay. Well, so, it must have been a good old age Presumably, then. yeah, they're near death and it's like, it was one of those deathbed Because I think it was during practice. the 60s, kind of early 60s Alcatraz closed down or something. Something like, like that, yeah. I think. Okay, what's number two? No, number two is uh, it's a very it's, I I I, really, smile I really enjoy this one. Uh, it's a it's a prison break from Tango and Cash. <laughs> okay, Where did Tango and Gabe Cash. <laughs> Get it out ah, your system now. These two cops are driving me crazy. <laughs> um, so it's it's Sly Sloan, Kurt Russell. Do me a favor, yeah. just, just cross your legs, Sally, because I can see what's happening. That. Hang on, I'll pop just, one. That just popped oh, out. God, there you go. Uh, I do love Tango and Cash. I love Tango and Cash. Uh, so it's it's Sly Sloan, Kurt Russell mm. in prison. Mm. They're gonna, the bad guys are trying to kill them. Play, bad Naturally. guys played by uh, Jack Plant and Brian James. James. Yes, with a ponytail, who's playing an English character. Yes. Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> 
uh, what's all happening here then? And uh, so they've got to escape from prison. And uh, one of my favourite lines is uh, Kurt Russell goes, okay, well, you've got to get going. We've got, we've got garbage detail. And Sly Sloan goes, oh, whoopee, race you to the dumpster. And, uh, and so, so Kurt Russell escapes by himself. He goes by himself, right? Because Sly Sloan says, nope, I'm going to stay here. Yeah. I'm not going to do that. And then Kurt Russell gets involved in this big thing with a fan that's going round. Okay. He's going to chop him in half. Oh, no. And, oh, he's going to, sl- oh, no. Guess who turns up? <laughs> Sylvester, Stallone. Sylvester Stallone turns up, helps him. Right, they get to the top of this building. Yeah, thing with there's there's loads of electricity bits. Yeah, about uh, you know like the kind of electricity. Uh, uh, what's, what's it called? The uh, kind of the generator, generator things. But it's the kind of the wires. And yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. And it's like old kind of fifties generator right. kind of thing. And it's raining, so it's all sparking oh, no. and stuff. It's all like sparking and stuff. And, <laughs> no planning uh, in the construction of this generator. Also, the health and safety is just through the roof. And, uh, <laughs> and, and, uh, and they, they, they kind of get past that, and then they've got to jump from the building on a wire. <laughs> an electricity wire that, that, that goes and so Kurt Russell goes first and he jumps and he's got his belt and they, and they make it and he, and he makes it and he goes and, and, and the music's like dang, 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 dang. it's really exciting and, and so Kurt slides down and he makes it and then Sly gets ready to go he's like okay I'm going to do this and he's about to go he's going to go but then one of the bad guys oh no played by uh, uh, Robert Zadar I think his name is <laughs> he's got a huge jaw he played the maniac cop alright oh, yes okay he catches Sly just before he, he jumps no. so they have a fight right and then and then the, the robot is a, he's got a kind of hook and chain thing and he wraps it around Sly's leg and, the, and he goes come on puppy come on puppy doing that kind of thing and then and then Sly Sloan goes like that right and, and, he, and he loosens the chain and he lets go and the bad guy falls back guess where he falls back on not onto the electricity substation yes the highly dangerous electricity substation in the rain, in the rain and he's frying and he's going Tango! <laughs> Shirt his name or something. He's a tango or possibly cash. <laughs> Maybe he's a big fan of like orange flavored soft drinks. So then, and then I never learned to tango. <laughs> so then Sly does it again, starts running, jumps up, has <laughs> a stroke. <laughs> Well, uh, and then he gets the thing, okay. slides down, yeah. and they kind of land. But they do that kind of thing with with the uh, the fall a huge distance. Mm. And then it cuts to like five feet above the ground, yeah. and then it slide kind of comes out the frame and goes, "Ow!" That was that was fun like that. And then and then they escape, and that was it. And it's just you know what? I love it. It's absolute schlocky trash, but I uh, love it. Yeah, well, that's it. It's, it's like the different grades of prisons because you've got Clint Eastwood yeah. material ridiculously escaping exactly. from Alcatraz. Yeah. Then you've got that sort of <laughs> 80s action prison and the lowest one is like two-way stretch. <laughs> Peter Sellers in the 60s and all he has to do is go through a door marked Prime. <laughs> I, I could escape from his prison. an Italian job thing where you can break in and stuff like that. Okay. You've, got, you've got children. Uh. They could escape from Peter Sellers' prison. With not even having to watch uh, the right, film. Okay, my number one. Please. Out of sight. Okay. Uh, now, you're going to have to... I, I remember the film. You're going to have to remind me now, of the actual prison escape. Prison Break's excellent, right? This was the movie where you had George Clooney, right? This is Everyone's always going on about George Clooney being a big movie star, right? Yeah. So you had uh, uh, The Peacemaker, I think, was his first movie, yeah. Nicole Kidman, and then Batman and Robin. Sure. And it's like, right, these movies didn't do anything. And no. then he did Out of Sight. And when you're watching that movie, that's where you go, fucking hell, he's a movie star. Yeah. But she never capitalised on, I thought. He had the Oceans movies. 
Yeah, that's about it. He kind of turned into a kind of Robert Redford kind of. Well, I think director. he wanted to do the sort of the Cohen Brothers independent cinema yeah. type stuff, and he's he's doing what he wants. That's oh fine. yeah, which is yeah. fine. Yeah, apparently. Yeah. But out of sight. So what happens is um, he knows uh, what's his name. Uh, oh wait a minute, wait 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 wait. Uh, 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 he, he was he's the the Spanish guy from Carlitos Way, Luis Guzman. Oh yeah yeah yeah. He's breaking out. Right. And Clooney knows he's breaking out. He's dug a tunnel. Yes. Right. Clooney knows this, so he tells a prison guard. Listen, tonight, nine o'clock, meet me in the chapel. I'm going to tell you where these guys are going to break out. Right? So he goes, okay, yeah, that's great. Yeah. So then uh, so then uh, Ving Rames turns up, who's awesome in it, mm-hmm. uh, outside the prison uh, in the kind of car park a bit. So then prison guard turns up at the chapel and goes, okay, tell me where they are, Foley. Where's this prison break? He goes, oh, just look out there, look out there. And then he hits the prison guard in the back of the head, right? <laughs> I always wonder what happens there when you get hit in the back of the head like that. Do you become unconscious? <laughs> you could die. Or do you just go, ow! <laughs> yeah, or you could go either way. It just, it just get struck really heavily in the back of the head yeah, by that one could object. Kill you. That, that could kill, kill you. you. It's that thing where somebody snaps people's necks. Yeah. Could you do that? Is that a real... I think I don't know. It's never come up, but yeah, it, it's, oh, I think just it's one go, of those movie oh, things oh, that you think, "Hey, it's been in the movies. It must be true." And yeah, you somebody go, "Ow!" Yeah, it's my fucking neck muscles, you uh, dick. Or Look, my card won't scan. Just or, take your time in the queue. Or, or snap my or neck. Or somebody does that to your neck, and you go, "Oh, hey!" <laughs> <laughs> oh, thanks. <laughs> God, that nerve was trapped for ages. <laughs> what the fuck? Trying to kill you? I had so, no idea. You right, were a stealth missus. Went on a, ta- a tangent there. So he, he knocks the guard out. Mm. Uh, so then uh, Luis Guzman and his boyfriend uh, uh, tunnel out the thing. Yeah. But uh, 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 Jennifer Lopez is there, sees them tunneling out and goes, yes. guards, guards, yes. like that. And they get the, fl- the floodlights on it, right? So then there, uh, so there's like five or six of them in the tunnel. Luis Guzman and his boyfriend uh, manage to get away, but then like, like three or four of them come out. And they're and they they get shot, yeah. And then Clooney appears at the end, coming out of the tunnel, all mud in the guards' prison uniform. Uh... Because now, if there's two back in there, you guys go that way. You guys. So the other prison guards don't know who this guy mm. is, but it's obviously a prison guard. And and they go, okay, fine. And then he just keeps walking. Yeah, just keeps walking. And then he and he sees Jennifer Lopez, and she goes, hey, what the hell's going? And he just picks her up, and the two of them go in the back of the trunk of the car. Yeah, phenomenally clever. Mm. Great like prison that. break. I like that. What have you got? Uh, okay, let's have a look. My th- all right. Number one, yeah. the great escape. Of course. It's all time. All time. It's teamwork. Yeah. Everyone's got a job. Yep. The ranks are in place. Uh, you're the scrounger. Oh, I love James yeah. Carpenter's James my favorite Garner. my favourite actor in that. Yeah. You're the scrounger. You just gotta go around and find stuff. Yeah. We've got three talents called Tom Dick and Harry. Yeah. And uh now the little Independence Day celebration where yeah. like, we've made this, we've made this vodka, uh, kind of vodka yeah. stuff. It was like, what's it made from? You, you don't want to know. Yeah. Like anyway, happy Fourth of July. <laughs> Ives. Ives. They find a tunnel in Ives. Yeah. The the Scottish going, oh, I, I don't oh. want to be in there anymore. They found the tunnel. Oh no. <laughs> it's speaking in the way Hollywood Scots did. Basically, he was Scottish though. Yeah. Angus Lenny. Aye, but then he sort of gets shot on the wire, and then yeah. Steve Queen goes. Yeah, I'll escape you now. I'll I'll escape tell me you. what you want because yeah. they I'll killed I. And then you got James Coburn as the Australian. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what a cunning disguise that was, <laughs> fooling no one. But uh, you've got also what was it? The um, Gordon Jackson. Oh, yes. you stupid bastard. Good luck. <laughs> oh, thanks very much. Cheers. Right, <laughs> hey, we're escaping. <laughs> 
Don't tell anyone. My favourite bit. Oh, the, bollocks! My favourite bit in The Great Escape, right, is yeah. my favourite bit. It's uh, uh, Richard Attenborough's double bluff. When the, uh, 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 Gordon Jackson's been caught. Yeah. And a car pulls up to Richard Attenborough and he goes, uh, you're an Englander. Englander? Nine, 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 nine. Yes. And he just double bluffs this German soldier. He goes, oh, okay. And he just goes, <laughs> fucking hell, that's amazing. Yeah. And then he sits back against the wall and then the bad guy, the, the tank commander from Kelly's Heroes. Okay. goes, your yeah, German is very good, yeah? And, just, and you see Richard Attenborough's face go, oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, fuck. Fucking German. It's the Union buggers. Jack waistcoat, isn't it? <laughs> isn't it? It's the Union Jack waistcoat. <laughs> But for the great escape, so many of them don't escape. Is it three? Something like that. It's just, James Coburn. James Coburn. Right. Ooh. Yeah, rose to Spain or something. Yeah, and, uh, Charles Bronson and Elizabeth Taylor's husband. Yeah, okay. I uh, can't remember his name. Uh, Mike Todd or something? No, something like that. Richard Burton? No, it's not no, Richard No, Burton. not Richard Burton. But anyway. Somewhere. Yeah. But yeah. And uh, Steve Maybe McQueen not. doesn't survive. Well, he doesn't well, he escape. Does, he, he does the motorcycle yeah. jump. Yeah. He's, he's like, not by him, though. No, but, but looking at that. Bud Eakins did that. Stunt and it's Bud just Eakins. like, all right, there's German soldiers coming from this way, German soldiers coming from that way. He's got to make the jump between the two fences. Yeah. Jumps the first first. And I'm looking at this again. You've jumped the first. Look, that's but that's where the fence runs out. <laughs> just, just ride over there. <laughs> just go, over. go around yeah, it. Yeah, go around it. And you'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's obviously a risk. Steve McLean plays two parts in that bit. Really? He plays the obviously the, the hilts yeah. and a German soldier Is on he? the bike as well, chasing them. Oh, really? He puts a German uniform on and, and uh, does the same bit. Yeah. yeah oh, wow. And of course, Donald so, many of them, so many of them get machine guns. Yeah. It's Donald Pleasance. Yeah. Donald Look, I can see that pin. <laughs> I, I can't do it anymore. I'm blind. Yeah. I'm still your forger, but I'm blind. It's grateful. Yeah. I, I think because it's on so much, you forget how great it actually is. Yeah. And what a cast they oh, assembled. Phenomenal. It was, must have been so much money to do that. But yeah, classic. Not many people escape, but you, I love the planning. Yeah. And then like Absolutely. Um, yeah. You've got, um, you've got claustrophobia. Yes. You're in charge of digging the tunnel. Yeah. <laughs> What? You're, you're blind? You um, could be the forger. My name is Mr. John Scrounger. Well, I'm sorry, that job's taken. <laughs> Dig the tunnel. But I'm, I'm allergic to tunneling. I'm allergic to dirt. I'm allergic to tunneling, <laughs> sir. <laughs> Do as you're told. You um, the second one is Gerard, it's again, schlocky movie. Yeah. Law-abiding citizen. Okay. Gerard, Gerard Butler. Is that Jamie Foxx as well? Yes. Is it Jamie Foxx? Yeah. Right. Someone has killed... I think I've seen it once. And yeah. It's just like, this is that preposterous. That's <laughs> fine. This is no tango and cash. <laughs> <laughs> My sky-high standards have been insulted by this movie. <laughs> so, basically, someone's... Loads of people have killed Gerard Butler's family. Yeah. And his job is to work for, like, the CIA to overthrow governments. Of course he does. Because that's what he the does. The beekeeper. Exactly. The cellmate. He's basically yeah. that. So he says, I'll, I'll, I've got some information about whatever. Uh-huh. And uh, so what I'm going to do is uh, I'll give you that information, Jamie yeah. Foxx, if you give me this incredible steak dinner with asparagus and yeah. potatoes. And he's got his cellmate yeah. over and he's like, uh, yeah. I'm going, all right, what's well, Let me check his plan. Smell funny though. Yeah, I don't well, that's oh no! I've too much asparagus in prison, and now my pee smells. All the other prisoners are going to take the piss. <laughs> Quick, let's do one. What can I do? No, get away from that door. It's marked private. Are you, are you insane? 
<laughs> this is a maximum security prison. Does he not dig a tunnel or something? Yeah. Right. Well, this is it. So he's he finishes off the steak and off they, he gave them the information, off they go. So he's yeah. eating the steak dinner with his, sharing it with his cellmate. But then he finishes the steak and there's the steak bone. Oh. Which he then uses to kill his cellmate. And rightly so, but it was a dick. It was just there going, mm-hmm. yeah. asparagus, pee stinks. Can you smell something? <laughs> Is that your pee? <laughs> Shut up, you. <laughs> oh, Ooh, you've ruined the dinner get, for get me. Stab, 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 stab. Getting shoved with a steak bone. But I never saw it coming, the steak bone. No. And then, of course, he gets taken to solitary confinement. Of course he does. But he's already, he's got a tunnel. Oh, it's planned. Ages ago. Ah. That leads directly into solitary confinement. Of course it but does. But you're right, it's a completely preposterous movie. It, yes. Because I thought it goes... Yes, I've dug a tunnel that leads to solitary confinement. All right, we'll put him in cell number two. What? Yeah. No, no, cell number one. No, 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 cell number one. Someone else is in there. Oh, well, bugger. But I, I, <laughs> oh, fuck. I'm, I just killed a guy to get into cell number one. Yeah, there's no Why do you want to go to cell number one? It's my favourite It's my favourite. It's got the best view. <laughs> solitary confinement, there's no yeah. windows. My pee's going to stink. <laughs> <laughs> I've got my pee corner on that one. <coughs> exactly. So yeah, I I just like that because it's, it's preposterous. Yes. Ridiculous. I just love I just love the inventiveness of now I've got a steak, now I've got a weapon. Yeah. Oh, uh, do you know what though? I'm quite full. I need to go to the toilet and I need to stretch for five minutes. Like and a, I need to have a good sit down. Imagine if it was a steak bake though. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, or if he ordered it, then he goes, yeah, uh, we couldn't get you that steak because of the bone. You could use it as a weapon, yeah. so we've got you this boneless bit of steak. Oh, um, fucker. Thanks. Just have to thanks. choke That's the guy on that steak through his throat. No, can I get uh Can I get a knife? <laughs> can I get a steak knife for this? No? How about how about some sharpened asparagus? <laughs> Yeah, sharpened frozen asparagus. Sharpened frozen asparagus. What's your number one? My number one is brilliant. Again, it needs outside interference to make it work, but it's Magneto's escape from X Men Two. Ah, oh, amazing! Because you got that. That's Dick one of the gun. best sequels ever made. I I really like it. I really like it. But you've got because uh, I thought about doing the X Men Escape where they're just like capturing mystique from the trucks and stuff like yeah, that yeah 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 but that's magneto using his powers yeah, yeah, yeah. and stuff and yeah. that's cool this is really good because there's that dick guard yeah that's right yeah who's like sitting in his guard uniform in a pub drinking just, beer just being a dick going ah oh, fucking hate this yeah no one ever gives me asparagus <laughs> you know and then at the bar make your pee smell funny <laughs> shut up you that was one time <laughs> But then Rebecca Rimmenslimmen, she walks in. That's right. Looking foxy. Looking foxy, all mini dress and high heels. Yeah. Going, Hello. Hi. Hi. I couldn't help you notice, you know, you're your pee smelling normal. <laughs> <laughs> you know, dribbling into your beer and acting all complainy. Yeah. Watching bowling or something yeah. on the Being TV. Yeah, dick. Oh, I'm hot for that. Yeah. And he goes, Some of that action. Oh, yeah. I bet you are. No self-awareness <laughs> no, whatsoever going. Yeah, you and every other woman on the block. Get in line, babe, or whatever he says. And then she, you know, takes him to the toilet because yeah. she drugged his beer or something and he falls out and then she injects something into his backside. That's right, yeah. And he goes, what's that? Who is this woman? Yeah. Oh, my ass. <laughs> <laughs> and anyway, he goes back the next day and uh-huh. there's something different about you. Mm. No, it's just me with my... Plastic truncheon and my plastic, plastic everything. Gun. 
Yeah, my porcelain ass. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my ass hurts. My pee smells. <laughs> You're not going to believe the foxy chick that came into Dave's last night. <laughs> she had on heels and mini dress, and we, like, got it on yeah. in the toilet. I don't mean both. But she totally wanted me. I'm going to see her again, and she's totally my girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> but, but that's something different about you. So, well, it's like, and then you just like, all the iron. Yeah. That, that, that's too much iron in your blood. Yeah. It's just like he rips it out of his body. That's it's right. Like cloud of yeah, blood. It's, yeah, it's like it kind of it perforates him, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's like the, yeah. the, the mist of blood. It's great. And that's it. He's dead. Yeah. And now he's just like manipulating these three into three ball bearings, yeah. which just fly around everywhere. Yeah. He brings them to his hand, he kills the people. And then, outside, he, then he flattens one of them. Flattens one of them, steps on. And it's just the ultimate dick move. Yeah. Is just, as he's floating across the chasm, he's just like stood there erect with his arms folded with yeah. the other two balls going around. That's, his head. Right, yeah. That's showing off <laughs> for no one. Exactly. He could just be on that ball going, woo! <laughs> yeah! Get Shaking his here. hands in the air, doing little hip <laughs> movements and clicking so his neck. Fucking escaping, you fat. <laughs> but no, he's just wondering, I am the Lord uh, of Metal. I know what I'm doing. Oh, but it's just wonderful. Trailer time. And now it's time for that's the last bit. It's trailer time. If, if you've enjoyed the, uh, this episode or enjoyed any of our episodes, uh, give us a wee review on uh, Spotify mm, or Apple or uh, wherever you uh, yeah download your podcast. It really helps us out. We're, we're an independent podcast. We don't have advertising. Word of mouth is really helping us out here. Yes. The numbers are going up. Things are going great. So that would really help us. And if you want to get in contact, it's at bigdumbmovies uh, at gmail.com. Bigdumbmovies at gmail.com. Gmail. Thanks for correcting me there. Okay, so now it's time for trailer time. The last bit. This is where uh, we get our film star uh, an animal and a location and uh, uh going to come up with a trailer it's and it's Stu's turn this time so yeah. Stu uh, here we go uh, okay. okay so I've got um, Toby Jones in the news recently Toby Jones Toby Jones yes uh, hero of the post office a goose <laughs> and it's uh, Hitler's bunker at the end of World War 2 come on so it's Toby Jones come on I already had it in my head <laughs> angry goose the movie of the game <laughs> With Toby Jones going, ooh, that goose. But at the last minute, you no, threw no. a Nazi-shaped yeah, monkey wrench so into the whole thing. Hitler's bunker, yeah. end of World War II, a goose and Toby Jones. Go, you mother. <laughs> what have you got? What have you got? It's, well, you, you'll have seen the, the classic movie Downfall. Of course. With that wonderful performance by Bruno Gantz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As, as Hitler in his last days. Yeah. Now it's Toby Jones's turn to oh, shine. Well, is he playing Hitler? Is he? Oh, of course. Yeah. You don't waste a, a, an actor of his quality. I thought maybe the goose fun. might have been. Why would goose be Hitler? Okay, <laughs> but if you're not getting... you never know. Take this seriously. This oh, is sorry. This is awards no, bait, mate. Geese are quite far right. You know, they're angry. Doesn't <laughs> yeah. mean that you know they might be communists. You don't know. Okay, fair enough. Right, so Who's Toby Jones. That's your trailer. Sorry, I'm just Thank jumping you. in. I'm sorry. Toby Jones Toby is Jones. Hitler. Toby Jones is Hitler. It's Hitler. Damn it. Yes. Right. So Toby Jones is going, ach nein. <laughs> I'm not saying he's good at the accent. Ach nein. So war has oh. just got away from me. It's got away from me. It's away from me. I was concentrating on other things. Oh. And uh, God, season one of Sex and the City was a great show that was. I mean, ate up so much time. What a time to Such a Miranda. It's <laughs> <laughs> like uh, but I know <laughs> what caused it. Are you mean the Allied bombing? No, the Allied bombing. What, what caused it, Herr Führer? I'm about to tell you. 
It wasn't the Allied bombing. It wasn't the Russian advance. We were spied upon. <gasps> but who was a spy? Member of the animal kingdom. <gasps> the animals themselves turned against me. Me, Adolf. What the hell was it? Hitler. <laughs> Adolf Hitler. They turned against me. I can't believe it. I was a, the German shepherds were loyal. <laughs> but the other animals. One of you is an animal spy. Could it be you? Nein, mein Führer. You've known me all these years. What about you? No, mein Führer. I've, I've been loyal since the beginning. And you? Honk. <laughs> Well, this this is a conundrum that will not go away. What, one of you is not a loyal Nazi officer. It's the goose dressed up as a yes. Why does it look like a goose? It's a goose in a Gestapo uniform yeah. with an armband over its neck. No trousers. <laughs> It looks like the Donald Nazi, Duck. essentially Nazi Donald Duck. <laughs> <laughs> What's the name of it? Too fast, too furious. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, folks, thank you so much for listening. Uh, until next week, we'll see you later. Bye. 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 <laughs>